welcome to the Fit Life with Jessica podcast, where we talk about how to create and maintain healthy habits with our fitness, nutrition, and overall well-being. This is a place where you can come to get real life, health, and fitness advice from a busy working mama who has a passion for helping others find their way to health and happiness. We're all in this crazy journey together, so why not lean on and lift each other up in the process? Hey friend, I am so grateful you are listening to this week's episode. I am so stoked to introduce you to my friend, Elizabeth. She is the founder and owner of Elizabeth Ellen Digital. She is a social media guru, a mom, and somebody that I I would be real life friends with. Um, She goes into her story of how she launched her own business, how she decided to just go all in and really learn to trust herself and trust her gut. So I'm sure you will enjoy this week's episode. If you do, please do me a favor and leave it a review on Apple Podcast. Uh, That would be a big, huge help. And the more reviews we have on the podcast, the more you're going to help it grow. So thank you in advance. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Elizabeth. Enjoy. Awesome. All right, guys, welcome back to the Fit Life with Jessica podcast. I am so pumped to have Instagram friend and hopefully one day real life friend, Elizabeth, <laughs> yes. on the podcast today. Welcome to the show, girl. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so it's funny, we were talking just a moment ago that Elizabeth is the owner of Elizabeth Ellen Digital, and I'll let you tell, I'll let her tell you more about her business, but we met on Instagram and we're Instagram friends and she is a social media guru. She's all about teaching everyone, you know, how to be confident and how to own social media to help you grow your business. But it's funny that the first time we're chatting is recorded. (laughs) I know. I was like, we've, we've talked over Instagram, you know, and we've done voice notes and all that, but like, this is a true first phone conversation and it is recorded on, you know, for a podcast, which is right? pretty amazing <laughs> for, for millions. And no, I'm not kidding. Not millions of people. Yeah. One day we'll get there, but yes. recorded for your listening pleasure, but um, we'll tell our listeners a little bit about you and a little bit about Elizabeth Ellen Digital. Yeah, so um, I actually live in a little town outside of Montgomery, Alabama. It's called Pike Road, um, and I am married, and I've got one little girl. She's two and a half. Her name is Stella, and um, her name means star, and she has very much lived up to her name. Let's just let's say let's just say that. But um, <laughs> I uh, I started this business and I like to share the story just because it's such a, (laughs) it's such a big part of my story, but I basically, um, quit my job that I loved, um, at a nonprofit. This was June, 2017. Um, June 12th was my official first day as a business owner. Um, my husband now husband proposed to me June 19th. Um, we got married eight weeks later and between that we moved. Um, (laughs) And then I want to say, let's see, we got married in August and found out in November I was um, five weeks pregnant. Oh my gosh. So when you go, you go all in. (laughs) We've laughed that we don't know how to do anything slow or small. Like if we go, we go hard and we go big. Oh my gosh. That's an amazing story. I love that. Yes. So um, needless to say, like, I wish I could tell you like, oh, it was just like the best experience, but um, I, I lost my shit in that. (laughs) Yes, man. Who, who wouldn't dude? But, um, I mean, that's basically what started Elizabeth Ellen Digital was um, I had a heart for small businesses. Uh, My mom was a part of a small business for 20 years, and I just saw this need for small businesses needing help with social media management. And um, basically, they just couldn't afford to hire somebody full time. So I originally started this business to do full-time social media management for small businesses. Okay. So um, I actually did that until um, I had Stella 
And I struggled really bad with postpartum depression. And I thought I was going to be able to just come right back after having her. And I was like, I just got to figure out how to be a mom first and, you know, still figure out also at some point how to be a wife still. Um, And so I shut it down for about three months. And um, after about three months, I was like, okay, I'm not built to be home full time with a child. Just it, I was not happy and same girl. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> um, praise the Lord for Mother's Day out. I'm just gonna say that. Yes. Um, I started her I think she was about six months at that point. But um, uh, and so I decided to come back and start my business as more of a consulting um, and training um, type of business. And so that was February of 2018. And basically I've been going like, um, in that, in that capacity ever since. Man, what an yeah. amazing, like t- amazingly difficult time to be growing a business, right? Cause when you have a baby, yeah. like most people, well, if you're fortunate, you have, um, what's called maternity leave, right? right? Where you're right. paid and where you're like, okay, I know I'm going to have a job to go back to, but for mm-hmm. you, you're figuring out how to be an entrepreneur and figuring out how to keep a tiny human alive and figure out. When do I eat, shower, and sleep? Yes. Uh, uh, nothing else. I mean, forget <laughs> yes. about anything else. Like, that's all right. as a new mother you should be trying to do. Like, keep the baby alive and right. make sure you're eating, showering, eh, sometimes, and sleeping sometimes. when you right. can, right? Exactly. Like, exactly. Oh, my goodness. I yes. imagine that was such a struggle on top of postpartum depression, too. I mean... So I am very... And, my, and also, my husband owns his own business. And so... um we literally were navigating bless. I mean, bless his heart too. He went from being a single guy, just taking care of himself to all of a sudden he has to take care of a wife and, and a child, um, not just emotionally, but financially. So, um, so yeah, it has definitely been, um, it's been a, like a very hard thing, but man, I'm telling you, it was like, we had, we had this vision of what we wanted our life to be. And we knew we wanted freedom and we wanted flexibility. And um, I remember him warning me when we dated, like, this is not as glamorous as you think it is. <laughs> like, this is hard, um, but it's going to be worth it. And honestly, I mean, I think that's what's had to push us through um, so much of those those times that, you know, financially we were, you know, not doing well or we didn't have insurance or anything like I mean it's just been it's it's just been a whirlwind to think in the last four years what all has happened wow and you're right about entrepreneurship being glamorized especially here in the last I don't know four or five years yeah I've just come online to it you know and like yeah in the world of like you've got Sarah Blakely and Rachel Hollis Mm -hmm. and Mel Robbins and Brene Brown and like all these women who are bosses and moms And they're just like killing it in the entrepreneur game. And I'm just like, oh my God, I want to be like you. And I want to have cool glam stories and look fabulous all the time. I'm like, holy shit, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. And it's so glamorized. And the hustle is invisible. And you don't see people until they make it. And it's like, no one knew who Rachel Hollis was, just as an example, until she made it big. We didn't see the 10 years of struggle beforehand and that's you know that's where the grit is built and the character is built and to be doing that with a baby and also a husband who's an entrepreneur I mean oof it I I will say like God God has used that time obviously to um refine us real quick a lot of refining in a very short amount of time um, so, I mean, we're very honest, like my husband and I are very honest, like our marriage, like we, sh- we've struggled in our marriage. We've struggled as, you know, just as humans, just trying to figure this out. But like what, and I mean, I remember him telling us like, it- it's so hard and you're going to want to quit so many times, mm. you know, because you, and I mean, you're experiencing this too, that it all falls on you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in a job and you have a boss and then you have this, like you have a little bit of responsibility, but it doesn't all fall on you at the end of the day. Exactly. And, exactly. And now, like if something doesn't get done or if you're not marketing or if you're not doing X, Y, Z, like your business is not growing. And I just remember him telling me like every weakness will be exposed. 
um, you know, every insecurity will come out and like, you will want to quit, but the difference is like, you don't quit, you know, you might need to take a step back. You might need to pivot a little bit, but the whole thing is like, just not giving up. Um, and honestly, had I not had him telling me that in the beginning and being like somebody along for that ride with me, I don't, I honestly sometimes don't know if I could have pushed myself through in some of the situations. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's, he's kind of paved the way and he knew the struggles that were ahead. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. You said that like God placed him in your life for a reason. And like, it's so cool how the, you know, the breadcrumbs are laid and how your story unfolds and how it, you know, might not seem, you know, traditional to some people or might not be like, well, I wouldn't do it that way, but it's just so cool how he's like, Hey, I'm going to place this man in your life to help you along the way. Cause like you said, who knew if your business would be able to, if you'd be able to withstand that pressure and just, yeah. And I mean, I didn't, I don't know. He he thinks, and I think we can all agree with our spouses. Our spouses typically think so differently than we do, <laughs> you know? Uh, and, yes. And it's, it's hard. It's crap when you're in it, but then you look at it and you're like, Oh my gosh, this actually helps me to become a better person. Um, it's like that iron sharpening iron. There's always sparks mm-hmm. when they, when they rub together, but it's making people like, you know, it's making those edges sharper. And that's what I've kind of had that vision for, for us is when the, when we're rubbing together and it was not pretty that it was like a refining for us to prepare us for whatever God had next. Oh, that's a great Um, analogy. I love that. I absolutely love that. So tell me about, so you said you left your full-time job mm -hmm. looking for a nonprofit. Like what led you to quitting that job? Like what was kind of the lead up and the precipice to that? Did you always know you wanted to start your own business or like, how did that work? So not at all. Um, honestly, like I laugh, my husband really just kind of turned my world upside down. Um, when I was the nonprofit that I left, I absolutely love still support. Um, but I honestly thought I was going to be in that nonprofit for the rest of my life. Um, it was a, it was a ministry, um, working with, um, people, who were um, in poverty or coming out of prison and really helping them to teach them skills to get a job and keep a job. Oh, wow. It was, it was, an, it is an incredible ministry. Um, but what I learned about ministry is if you don't take a break um, and take a step back, you will burn out. And so um, I'd actually been in kind of that ministry area for about um, oh, let's say 2012, 13, 14, 15, probably about, four years by that point um, and been in the job about three. And um, there was a little bit, I don't think I recognized it at the time. I think I was like, getting heading towards burnout. Um, but my husband kind of just was like, Elizabeth, you light up when you talk about like marketing for small businesses, like you light up. And basically my job in this nonprofit I started working with the students, like the, the actual people in the class. Mm -hmm. Um, and then (laughs) I slowly figured out I don't have good boundaries. And so I wasn't doing a great job in the, the realm of working one-on-one with the students. Mm -hmm. So I transitioned, my boss was like, I think you'd be best utilizing our, like for marketing. And so I basically became the head of the marketing events um, business development, all these things and grew their, um, following on Instagram and so, um, and Facebook, um, from like nothing to, I think over a thousand, which for them was really good. Yeah. And, um, and so as that kind of evolved and I realized how much I loved this, I started craving flexibility. Um, I saw my husband had it or, you know, then at the time, my boyfriend, had this flexibility and then kind of the life we talked about. And it just was like, I had a huge fundraising event. Um, it was April of 2017. And I just remember thinking like, I'm not, it's not time to go yet. It's not time to go. I need to prove that I can do this event. And I did it. The event was a huge success, like the most money ever raised for the organization. And then two weeks later it was like, okay, I'm done here. 
Like it just mm. was, and I just I'm, knew like, you just felt I, it. It was just not there anymore. And I'm the most indecisive person, but for some weird reason, when it comes to really big decisions like that and like deciding this guy that I was dating is going to be my husband one day, <clears> it was just like, boom, I knew it. Wow. And I talked to my boss. I was really close with my boss. And he said, take a week, pray about it, you know, and um, I talked to some mentors and they were like, if they paid you more money, would you want to stay? And I was like, no, they can't give me what I want, which is the flexibility Mm -hmm. to do what I want, you know, kind of to build my own thing. And a couple clients fell into my lap that week and wow, (laughs) next week (laughs) I put my two weeks notice in. I love that. And started the business. <laughs> so, um, you know, looking back, I, I probably should have been a little bit more prepared. But, I mean, I, I don't know if you're ever truly ready to to make that leap. Um, so, anyway, that's kind of, that is a long story of how we got to the business story. <laughs> I love that story. And I, and I love what you said, Holly, there's never a good time. Because I struggled with this for years about yeah. wanting and yearning for my own business, mm-hmm. yeah. but not knowing what it was yet. And I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of women might be in this position that maybe yeah. they're, they're working women, they're career women, they're mm-hmm. moms. And they're like, I know I'm made for more. Like I just had right. this fire in my belly mm-hmm. after doing like a, a lot of personal growth and attending right. conferences and just like trying to lean into my purpose and my passion. Mm-hmm. And I knew the things I love and I'm like, how the hell do I parlay this into business? That was never really driven by money. I was driven by like, how can I parlay this into a business that helps other people, right? right? And just not knowing what to do and not knowing how to get there, but just taking messy action. I yes. heard that from somebody else on Instagram. Just take messy action and yes. not to be afraid. Like, you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to have a plan. You don't have to have 12 months of expenses in your savings right. account. Like right. just freaking do it. Yeah. And you can pivot and change and evolve and it will work out. It might take you a while, but but it'll work out. Right. And, and that's what, and I understand sometimes like when there's a family dynamic and you know, your, your household is kind of dependent on your income. But one thing that I have seen, um, just, and I mean, I'm not mentioning, mentioning any names with anything in this um, with what I'm saying, but I've seen people who have stayed in jobs for money, uh, for money purposes, and they are so unhappy and they are depressed. And I see, I mean, it's, you know, they're, they're doing what they went to school for, you know, and again, I don't get me started on trying to figure out what you want to do at 18 years old. Like I can't even, impossible. Like, I, I can't even start. Like that's a soapbox <laughs> for me, but you know, and I just see how unhappy they are. And the hardest part, and this is where some people it's, this is the the hardest part is the comfort. Like right now in your, in your job, yes, you might have consistent income. And if you do quit, that is going to be taken away and it is going to be bumpy for those few months. Um, and this is where I hate short, I hate pain. Like I figured that out about myself, but like, is the short-term pain worth it for the long-term gain? Mm. And that to me is where a lot of people get stuck is because they're so scared to go through that unknown period of quitting and then starting and maybe not making any money for those first, you know, however long few months. Um, you know, if I, I mean, honestly, I'd look back if I didn't have a husband to support me at that point, I probably would have had to go get a part-time job, like being a hostess at a restaurant, right? right? Something, you know, something that I could supplement while I, you know, was trying to build this, but well, you could still eat or have it as right. a side hustle while you're still in that cushy regular job until right. you've built up that side business to where you can launch it full time. Right. Exactly. Something like that. But, and, and that's what I keep seeing with people is like the longer they do try to stay in the job for that, for that financial aspect. And again, I understand it, especially if people come from, um, you know, lower income backgrounds where, you know, stability is huge for them. Right. Yeah. But, um, 
but that to me is, is the one thing you have to look at is like, is my happiness right now, you know, like, is, is it worth staying in this discomfort, but sacrificing your happiness? Mm, I call Um, that the golden handcuffs is what that is. Ooh, and I yeah. don't think I made that up. I think my friend Emily said that, but I, that was me, dude. Like that yeah. was me. I had a cushy job. I worked in advertising for seven years yeah. for a big brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not have the balls to leave because I was the breadwinner for a long time. And I loved the yeah. six figure salary and I loved yeah. the 401k and I loved the paid maternity leave. And I loved the flexibility that I had. And I loved just frankly, the, um, stability. And I was terrified to leave. And it wasn't until the choice was taken out of my hands. Basically it Mm -hmm. was like, you can choose a or B. And I was like, both options suck. I've never been more sure this is my time to go. Right. But it's right. Right. Those are golden handcuffs. And it's so so, I, it was a period of such unhappiness for me and just feeling so unfulfilled. And Mm -hmm. it looked like you had everything from the outside, Yes, but you're just miserable. Yeah. On the inside. And while entrepreneurship has not been easy and I'm still learning and figuring things out, I've never been happier in and my see, life. That's huge. Like, and that's what I, I always think of. Like if I woke up and, you know, I could do anything I want, I'm basically doing it, you know, like I get to help and connect with other women. And, and that's at the heart of everything. What I want to do yes. um, is to build women up to, to kind of live out the, the calling that God has, well, yeah, the calling that God has put on their life. And, you know, and I think you just said it right there is like, you've never been happier. It's, it's inconsistent. It's, it's you know, it's hard as shit, yes. but, like, but you're doing something you love and you feel like you have purpose and you're making an impact. And that to me is what is what, where the happiness comes from. Yeah. That's priceless. It doesn't matter how much money my business is making right now. Right. Like, of course I would like for it to be more. And of course I'm trying to grow and we all have financial goals, but right. the, the happiness and the, of the fulfillment and of the purpose and helping other, cause I too help women, right. Yeah. Like I help them, you know, on their health journeys. And it's, it's such a fulfilling thing to be able to lift up other women. We're both in that space where like our niche clients, I believe are mostly women yeah, in, in your not. case as well as mine. And in a, in a time where women need, I would think women need the most, you know, mm-hmm. it's just such a crazy time. And especially for the season of life that we're in, where we're mothers, we're wives, we're entrepreneurs, we're friends, we're daughters, and life is just so crazy. And we tend mm-hmm. to put ourselves last. last. Yes. And to be able to lift up another woman, whether it's me helping you and supporting your business, sharing your business, or, you know, me helping a client figure out how to stay, you know, consistent with her healthy habits, like anything, mm-hmm. any way we can lift up other women is yeah. just so incredibly powerful and needed it in is. this year, in this day and age. Right. It is. And I mean, I feel like right now, like we're, I truly think we're kind of in a, um, kind of in a shift where I, of course I think women will still be in the, the traditional, um, corporate jobs. But I, I think I, my belief is, the corporate world is going to evolve um, because of more women going into the workplace and flexibility, uh, like needing that flexibility and seeing how many roles like we play as mothers and wives and, and caretakers, you know, all those things. And like, this is where we as women have to come together to support one another. Like that's, I mean, that's when we're the most powerful is when we can like lock arms with somebody else, whether that's an encouraging word or like, you know, accountability or helping somebody organize their calendar, whatever that capacity is. Like each, each woman has a role to play in helping, I guess, build each other up. So we can make a change and, and really create a society that, that is more encouraging and I guess open to what all women do and can do. I love that. I love that you said lock arms with other women because that's such a powerful like image. And it reminds me um, of the story I once heard about how it's it's a true story of how elephants in the wild, like when Mm -hmm. elephants are, giving birth. There's a, the mm-hmm. woman, the, the, the female elephant giving birth to the baby elephant. Um, all of the other female elephants 
in their tribe herd. I don't know what you call of group mm-hmm. of elephants. I can't remember. They all stand around in a circle and face out and protect that mother wow. and that baby. And I saw a graphic of it and it was the most inspiring, powerful. chilling, powerful <laughs> yes. like image to think, oh my God, when this elephant is at her most vulnerable in labor, giving birth, vulnerable to predators, mm-hmm. 15 other badass elephant mamas are like, girl, I got you. We're going to stand around ear to ear and they're going to face out and protect. I mean, it gives me chills every time I think about it and give that mama the space she needs. And then when the baby is born, they started trumpeting and it is the coolest thing. I know, right? (laughs) It was such a powerful, I'll have to find the the image and send it to you because I'm like, that is what we've got to do for each other, right? Like lift each other up and protect that mama, protect that other woman. And when she's finally winning, when that baby's born or when the business is born or when Mm -hmm. she hits her goal, like freaking sound that trumpet, man, because that's what we're here for. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, I love that so much. Yeah. I'll have to find the story and send it to you so you can see it because it's, it's super powerful. I, I haven't thought about that in a couple of years. So that was a, that was that a good is, segue. That was a good segue. Oh my goodness. With I love short it. little story. So speaking it. about mom life and entrepreneur life, mm-hmm. as you said, we wear about a hundred hats being mm-hmm. a mom and a wife and an entrepreneur and a wife and all the things. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you take time for yourself and make sure that you're taking care of you in whatever capacity that looks like. <laughs> I laugh at this because I'm for like, I'm so horrible at this. Um, basically what I have, I have learned is that um, again, laughing at who God put me with my, I'm, I'm naturally um, a, a servant heart helper. So I'm always looking at what can I do to help this person or like, Oh, he's probably tired today. I need to do X, Y, Z for him. Um, and my husband is not like that. I mean, not he is he is looking at five million other directions, and that he's not looking at oh, what does Elizabeth need help with today? Mm-hmm. So what I have learned for myself is it's actually forced me to communicate. Hey, I need to take four hours to myself on Saturday. Yes. Uh, um, I I really don't like, this is probably one of my greatest struggles and it's not something I would like, I have all this advice on, but I think for me is I've really had to, um, watch my body and watch my reactions because, um, I'm, I've been so wired to just serve, 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 do, do like do for others and not look at myself. But by the time I'm to my breaking point, I lose it. Mm. And, you know, Stella gets it. My husband gets it. It's just not pleasant. And so like, I'm very cognizant, number one of my sleep. So knowing that, um, if I'm not getting a lot of sleep, cause typically I'm the one that gets up with Stella. I'm the one that, you know, if she wakes up in the night, if she's sick. So I make, I have, I nap during the day. If she's yes, not, girl. Like, so that is one thing I've like been really good at is like, I know there's stuff that needs to be do around, to do around the house. I know I'm, there's some work that needs to be done, but I'm going to try to get that, that nap in. <laughs> I love um, that dude. I, yeah. I am a, such a proponent of naps. <laughs> yes. I mean, because uh, if people are like, Oh, like, and I'm a very competitive person. I'm like, Oh my gosh, my husband's doing this, this and this, but it was like, no, Elizabeth, like he, this is this is where you, you can't take off at night. Typically, this is your time during the day that, you know, you have nobody pulling on you. You, you know, he's working. Um, that's been very important. And I know for myself, like I am very much an extrovert, but I'm also, I also absorb a lot of feelings, um, no matter who I'm around. So it is so important for me to be by myself, um, either in when I say nature, I'm not like a hiker, but like sit me outside on my porch right? or let me, we have a beautiful little neighborhood. Let me just go sit on the dock and just soak in just, I mean, even if I can get like an hour to do to myself to do that. Um, those have honestly become my go-to things, um, for, for that, because, you know, I can't always go get my toes done or I can't always do those things, but I know sleep and time alone are usually the two key components that are going to help me 
be a better mom, better wife, you know, more present, all those things. Oh, I love that. I love that you're able to, or you try to get outdoors. Cause there's something about being outdoors in that vitamin D. It is. It just like, it looks like solar charging. It like refuels you. Even if you're sitting out on your back deck, watching YouTube videos or listening to a podcast or reading a book or whatever, Mm -hmm. just that outside time is so huge. And I think it's powerful. Like to be able to ask for that help. I know a lot of women who don't feel like they are justified to ask for their help. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard someone tell me once and it it broke my heart. She said, I am a married single mom. Mm -hmm. And she had three children, like meaning her husband doesn't help her and like Mm -hmm. no hate on the husband. Yeah. I mean, like she didn't have the support she needed. And I'm like, girlfriend, you got to speak up. Right. And, and don't be afraid to ask for what you need. Like you said, yes. I need four hours. I need to go get my, you know, head right. Yeah. Let me go be alone for a little while. And your husband is going to be like, okay, great. Thanks for telling me, you know, like that's all they need. They just need some direction. Yes. Their hearts. Like they want to help and they want to support us. But sometimes they don't know how. So not being afraid to ask for exactly what you need. Exactly. And that's honestly, again, uh, just one of those laughable things of who God put me with is it has forced me to have to use my voice. And, you know, to the, to the girl you just spoke about, like for me, I have, I mean, not hating on my parents or anything like that, but I mean, like most of my life, I, it's always been, okay, well, whatever anybody else wants. And I've always been the one to say, okay, I'll sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So somebody else is happy or so we don't have conflict or so somebody doesn't get mad. And, um, I'm actually really, I'm in therapy for a lot of this stuff because it's like, I'm so scared to use my voice. And, and it is like our, our husbands typically have no clue. They they just don't Mm -hmm. need us to do is just clearly, and non-emotionally communicate (laughs) what we need. And when I've done that, it's amazing how he's like, okay, yeah, great. I'll take Stella. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no pushback. There's no whatever. Um, And I'm happier. Like, I mean, it was just, it makes all the difference, but it's, I understand it's that something either from childhood or something is, is, holding something back from speaking up for themselves because they think they don't deserve it. Mm. And that, that is something that breaks my heart because I know that's where I was at one point. I don't deserve this time. I, I should be doing more. I sh- you know, the shoulds, the shoulds will kick you in the butt. Oh, and, um, and, and so for any person who that's where I want to say like, no, like you have your emotions and your feelings are just as important as everybody else's. And, but you're the one that's going to have to, to speak up in order for that to happen. I know it's scary, but it is such a, it really is what makes a difference. for and me. To, Absolutely. Yeah. And to do it without guilt. I struggle yes. with the guilt. Part. Oh, I don't struggle yes. with asking or yeah. telling, <laughs> um, but then I feel guilty. Like perfect example. I went yesterday was Sunday and I went and had lunch with a dear friend that I haven't seen in months. And then we went and walked around and shopped mm-hmm. at this cute little outdoor place. And in the back of my mind and the bottom of my stomach, I felt guilty about being gone yeah. for more than like 45 minutes. God forbid. Yeah. Not because Jay needed the help. Not because Jay was texting me like, where are you? Come home. No, they're yeah. fine. But it was just that gnawing guilt in the back of my mind where to do it unabashedly, to do it without guilt and to know that you've got to put yourself first. And because I always say, if mama's not well, nobody, nobody is well. And that's so true. I mean, you, those, I've learned like those times are, are times of kind of, refreshment and you're a better mom a better spouse a better everything because of that oh absolutely you come back recharged right yes yes and and I mean like I I just don't even realize how much I need it until I actually do it but yeah it's that that feeling of oh I should be spending more time with you know my kids but I'm half the time I'm like okay is it about quality or quantity you know Mm. and if I am thinking I have to spend all this time with my kids, but half the time I'm in, I'm in a wretched mood. And, you know, is it really, is it really fitting? No. Um, and that's why, like, if I can make the time that I do have with, with Stella, you know, 
to the quality time where I can enjoy, just enjoy her. Um, and I mean, be very honest. I, I know I don't enjoy her when I'm, I, I find right. it, I get so annoyed and I'm like, and then of course, and they're like, Oh my gosh, it's not your fault. But oh my, and that's when I know like, okay, like it's, it's, Amada have some time to herself. Your battery light is blinking, like right. Yeah. <laughs> when you're yes. like that, your your proverbial battery light is is blinking. Yes. I, I I feel the exact same way, and I think that you know, and two and a half is not easy. You know, kids no, no. kids like under three four. I mean, oh my god, bless. Like they are difficult. You know, kids are difficult. The... They're they're exhausting. They're time consuming. They're they're beautiful, and it's yes. obviously like the best gift in the world, but it's also really freaking hard. And I don't think that people talk about that. Like, it's just not normalized to, you know, to norm, to, to say like, I need my alone time. My kids get on my damn nerves sometimes. God, I can't enjoy you right now because I've got X, Y, Z on my mind. Like we're human too. And it's important to not forget that. Right. I mean, we don't want to spend like all of our time with anybody, you know? Right. I don't care how, how like your best friend, your sister, your, your whatever, you don't want to spend every waking moment with anybody. So like, what, why do we think our kids would be any different? Like, it doesn't mean we love them any less. It doesn't mean we don't want to be moms or dad, you know, or parents, but I mean, dang, like, I feel like that's kind of become this thing is like, oh, we have to, I mean, I understand we, we take, we have started these businesses to have more freedom and flexibility with our families, but it still doesn't mean that you have to be with them every waking moment, you know, and that's, and for some people they can do it. And that is amazing. But I know for me, like, I gotta, I gotta get my, my time. One (laughs) hundred. That is such a fact. Oh my goodness. Yes. So tell me, um, what is like one piece of advice that you'd give your younger self? Like I always think back and reflect like who I was five or even 10 years ago. Like what's, what's something that you wish you'd learned earlier or like a piece of advice that you'd give your younger self? Ooh, uh, Ooh, let's see. It's a good one. Um, I, I keep going back. I mean, I just like what others think. Um, mm. That has been such a a big one in my life of just stop caring what other people think. Um, you know, like that. It's it. They don't like those people. Don't matter. And yes. like, do what feels like. Do what you feel is right for you. Trust yourself. And that would probably be, that would actually probably be it. Like, trust yourself. You're more capable and more smart than, it's more smart. Whew. You're more, <laughs> you're more <laughs> capable and smarter than you, than you think. Than you give yourself credit for. Yeah. 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 That, that trusting myself, I, I, I've always looked to other people a lot, most of the time for, to do this or to do that, or, you know, what would people think about this? And it was like now like no honey just trust yourself you're smart you can do it that is so so powerful I I heard a quote that and I still struggle with thinking caring what other people think right um I'm a people please I am a recovering people pleaser and I am an Enneagram too and I'm a yellow so like I care about other people yes oh I'm I'm very much like yes (laughs) but I heard a quote that said other people's opinions of you are none of your business. It's like, Ooh. whoa, oh, yeah. that is good. And it's so yeah. true because if it's a bad opinion or a good opinion, it's really none of my business. And right. to just leave, I love that you said, trust yourself, because I think that's something that comes with age and wisdom and mm-hmm. life experience, right? Everything yeah. good, bad, and ugly that we've been through, you know, we're learning from and we're growing from. And right. just to lean into that intuition and lean into yes. your gusts your gut. Um, Glennon Doyle from the the book. Have you read Untamed by no, Glennon Doyle? Uh-uh. Oh God, add that to your audible. Like, okay. Instantly. Yeah. Um, she talks about like leaning into this feeling on the inside and she calls it like liquid gold. She like tries to huh. find her like liquid gold on the inside. It's a really cool, it's a cool book, but that's yeah. Trust yourself, girl. You are smarter yes. than you think you are. You are braver than you think you yes. are. You're stronger than you think. I love that. Yes. That is so good. Okay. I have 
um, just one more fun question for you. This yeah. is more of a, well, two questions, sorry. One's fun. And then one is more, how can we find you? Um, and then okay. we can, we can wrap up. So I want to know when you're not being all the things, mom, wife, entrepreneur, what do you do in your spare time? Like what's fun spare time stuff for you? Oh, free God. time, quote every, unquote, free time. <laughs> every time I think about this, I, like I say, I, I always hate saying this because I feel so shallow because I feel like some people are like, oh, I paint or no, girl. Oh, I play tennis. But I, I am a lover of good food and good wine. And mm-hmm. if, if I have free time and I can go spend it like with friends, like out to eat at a restaurant and just having great conversation with good friends and good, good food, good wine, good coffee, like that's what I love to do. Mm. Like that is like, absolutely. I, I'm right there with you. I don't have like, sadly, I need to get, I want to get into tennis. We have tennis courts uh, out here at our, at our, um, in our neighborhood. But honestly, like when I do have free time and we, I could plan it, like I love doing that. And otherwise, if I can't do that, I am, I'm typically out on my deck or in our little neighborhood and I'm, I either have a book in my hand or, um, probably on my phone reading something. <laughs> <laughs> you're giving someone tips on how to grow their social media. That's what you're doing. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, I know like uh, my husband did ask me this the other day. He was like, what do you like think about outside of work? And I'm like, I mean, I'm like, I just feel like I'm constantly just thinking of new ideas or like just something of how to connect women or, or something. I love just to, just to kind of daydream and brainstorm. Um, that's kind of like a, a, when I have that time to do it, it's very freeing um, for me. But I love that. I, yeah. I feel like we would be very good friends in real life. I you think said, like, so. Good food, good wine, and good coffee. Those are basically three of my favorite things. Yes. Um, throw in some reality TV also when I can. Like, yes. So what is your favorite food and favorite drink then? Okay. So I, my all, I always is going to be pizza. Like number oh, yes. one is going to be pizza. I like pepperoni I like I mean any type of pizza I Mm. am all about it um and then I'm very much a red wine drinker um right now I'm in the cabs but um but now that it's getting warmer that will kind of evolve um depending on my mood (laughs) but I love it yes yeah we would definitely be friends in real life we would go get pizza and red wine or coffee if it's 9 a.m yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, depending on the day maybe now it's a Saturday we could always go get brunch and have a mimosa or something like that so so true yeah we would definitely be we would we would get along just fine I need to make a trip up to the ATL soon yes Um, friend I do I do oh my goodness anytime you want to come and visit man we've well we'll take you out we will we will show you a good time so tell um last thing for you uh, tell our listeners Number one, where can they find you? Like Instagram, yep. website, all that good stuff. And like, what, what or how does your business help other entrepreneurs? Like what is kind of your bread and butter for helping small businesses? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at Elizabeth Ellen Digital and Ellen or E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H. Ellen is E-L-L-E-N. Um, and then my website, same thing, uh, elizabethellendigital.com. Um, so really what, how I help is my main focus is Instagram marketing, strategic planning, um, how to grow your business on Instagram and how to connect with your ideal client. But something that I, I truly believe in, and I just, um, like, it's kind of what my passion is right now is helping women, um, kind of uh identify lies that are holding them back mm. and helping them shift their perspective on um number one who they are and what they have to offer but what it means to promote your business and yourself um so often people are like well I don't want to be that pushy salesperson or I don't want to you know I don't want to be that person and you know I, that is where I, I want to help them understand like you know, you're not pushing this to be a salesperson. You're pushing, and I don't really use the word push, but we're helping you understand the value that you bring to somebody else to help somebody else. So you not 
sharing your message, you not sharing what you offer is potentially not like you're keeping somebody from the help that they need. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's a great way to look at it instead of, "Eh, I don't want to sound like a, you know, salesy salesperson, right? Right. You're holding, but you're withholding the help you could give somebody who, someone who truly needs it by not pitching yourself for lack of better words, for not sharing your offer, for not sharing what you do with your business. Mm -hmm you're potentially withholding help to somebody who needs it. That's a great mindset shift. Yeah. And that's something like I'm very passionate about because that's honestly one of the biggest um, conflicts that I I see with clients is they're like, well, I just don't want to be pushy. And I don't like, I don't want to market myself all the time and not saying you have to share about your services 24 seven. But I mean, that's basically what you need to be understanding is, your services is what's going to help somebody. Um, And you can provide tips and you can provide value around that. But honestly, they need to know and understand what working with you is going to mean for their life. You know, what problems do they have and how can you solve that problem by your service or your product? Um, And it's good. That is good. I have learned so much from you um, just through Instagram, being a newbie, you know, to growing your business on Instagram, like you have such juicy content. You've got like actual tangible, like, okay, I'm going to save this for later. I'm going to save that for later. So if you need help growing (laughs) on Instagram, please go check out Elizabeth's um, Instagram and I'll put your Instagram handle and your website. And I think you have a really really awesome freebie, um, that we can give to our audience too. I will link all of those in the show notes so that our audience can connect with you directly. Perfect. And I have to share a little something with you. Um, and I thought we might as well just share this on the podcast. Yes. So, um, you know, you were, you've been talking about intermittent fasting since, I guess, since I connected with you, which would have been what, fall probably in the fall Uh yeah Uh and and I'll I mean I'll just be very honest I reached out to her (laughs) I had a very emotional day one day and like (laughs) she was talking about intermittent fasting and and mom and I mean I'm very open about this my mom had an eating disorder and so I'm very um very cognizant of like what I'm doing around my daughter and all this. And so I just like vomited this whole story of why I didn't want to do intermittent fasting and blah, blah, blah. And Jessica was so sweet to respond and be like, no, I totally get it. But like, here's, if you want some information, here's some more. And just like, this is what it means and da, da, da. Well, and Jessica, I don't even know if I've even kind of told you this, but I started doing intermittent fasting in January. That's oh, I didn't this? know. No, I did not know this. So I kind of did my own, like I started doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I say that like I was reading like, you know, the 12, like, the 12 hour rule and then maybe go in from like eight to 12 or eight to anyways, I slowly have worked my way up. Usually about 10 o'clock is when I eat now. Love and it. I want to say <clears throat> I have not been able to be completely consistent with my working out, but just doing the intermittent fasting and working out in the 20, like 20 minute hit workout in that fasting state, I've been able, I was 165 at my heaviest. That was in December. And so I've gotten down to 154 Ooh. Um, and, I, but I, I mean, I fluctuate depending on, of course, the week and the exercise, but I have not been past 160 since I've started intermittent fasting. Wow. Okay. You're blowing my mind because I didn't even know you were doing this. <laughs> yes. And then you, you spout these amazing results. Excuse me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's like, fantastic. Oh, congratulations. Like, yeah. So you simply encouraging me to do that. Like I just listening and being like, no, I totally get it. Um, you know, it's actually been pretty attainable. Um, yeah. and I mean, that's what I'm just saying. It's like just providing value. Like we haven't even worked one-on-one together. We've just literally been sending like notes to each other, like Here's yes. something that could help or blah, blah, blah. And, um, yeah. So you've, you've helped me in more ways than you know, too. Oh my goodness. That just totally warms my heart. And I love, thank you for sharing that. And I think that's a great testament because a lot of people, when they come to me, they're like, oh my God, they're terrified of that word. 
that's, yeah. a, that's an F word fasting that they're yes. really terrified of. Yeah. And I'm like, please don't be scared. Like, let me coach you through how we're going to ease into it. I'm not going to make you fast for 24 hours on day one. Like, God, right. you'd kill right. me. Yeah. So just being open to, you know, what works for your body and listening to you and knowing that, you know, you don't have to do it the same way I do it. You don't have to do it every day, but doing something like that is, you know, something that's going to bless your body. It's going to give you more energy and it's going to, that's another way you can put yourself first in a, yes. in a weird kind of way, but, oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Thank yes, you for sharing so that. Share that. Well, <laughs> just to show like, this is, this is help. Like, like you're helping and that's what it's all about is we're helping people. We might not be, you know, working with everybody, but dadgummit was, we're, we're trying our best to, to put stuff out there that helps people. And you know, that's what we're, that's our goal. And that's what you're doing. Exactly. Like we just, uh, we want to leave the world a better place than we started. And if we can do that, whether it's helping other small businesses, other women grow their social media on Instagram or whether it's helping you like fall into, you know, a healthy lifestyle that works for you. Like, dang it. Both of those are fire. So, ah, well, I cannot say thank you enough for spending this time with me and recording. This has been such a great conversation. So I'm so grateful for you and I'm happy that we're friends. Me too. Ah, And maybe one day we'll have coffee and and wine in in, in person. (laughs) Yes. Maybe I can schedule a little girls night getaway so I can uh, head up there and and do that for sure. I (laughs) love it. I love it. It. Well, you guys make sure and check out the show notes. I will link all of Elizabeth's information in the show notes. Make sure you go give her a follow on the gram, but um, thank you girl. And we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks. So all right. Much. Take care. Bye. Right, bye. Hey, you want to know how you can help me? Why don't you screenshot this podcast and share it to your social media? tag me. My Instagram is at the fit life with Jessica. Take it another step further and leave me a review and a five-star rating in Apple podcast. It would mean the world to me. Thanks friend.